0: I feel like now we're in the age where there's so many possibilities with social media and the internet in general. So, you know, if you're not lazy, as you said, and you just work and become obsessed and you love what you yep. do, create the content, it'll be fine. Welcome into the podcast, episode 16 of Living Large, We can catch it every Wednesday morning at 6
1: a.m. exclusively on the app CastBox. Just go to the app store, download it, and you can listen to it first before anybody else. Why wouldn't you want to do that? And then you can see it on my YouTube channel in video form at noon PST. Today's guest, Christopher Chris Barris Christian Barris, but Christian Chris whatever. Barris, yeah. Yeah, Chris <laughs> is usually short for Chris. True, true, Christopher. True. Um, so I don't. I, this is actually our first time meeting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the few. Strangers, if you will, on my podcast, but we have a mutual friend,
0: Johannes Bato. Yeah, how do you know Johannes? Oh, that's a funny story. I met Johannes about a year and a half ago. Okay, uh, it was super random. Um, you know the 800 degrees pizza right here. One of the best yeah. pizzas I've ever had. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was um, I was there with my sister and my uh, another friend of mine. He's like a stunt guy. We were eating a pizza, and then I recognized uh, Johannes coming in with Logan Paul. Okay, I was like, oh, I think. Uh, I should just go up to him and you know just say hi uh-huh. so, I went over, uh, so I went up to him and I know I, I know he speaks German because he's Austrian yeah he's Austrian I, I speak German too French, English, Luxembourgish. so I was like hey man, hey, Johannes Vigates Gates in German like straight what away what's Vigates mean? Vigates, how are you man? Uh, okay like, yeah yeah he was like oh man how are you and, and actually he recognized me too which okay. I didn't expect and I was like oh do you know me? he was like oh yeah um, I saw you collab with this German YouTuber uh, and we, like I did a cool stunt video with him on YouTube who's a YouTuber? oh his name is like Flying Uva. he does like martial arts stuff okay johannes from, like, really embraces the german speaking yeah. <laughs> so like whenever
1: someone comes up to him and speaks german right off the bat he's always like Ah, oh, yeah yeah, yeah german Mom. german yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: i don't know any german like guten tag, ah. guten tag <laughs> uh,
1: that's
0: yeah, really funny that's how we got uh, you know that's how we became friends and then um here we are a year later.
1: Awesome. And, and you mentioned there that you speak what? You speak English, German, French, French and in Luxembourg. Luxembourgish?
0: What does yeah. that even a little mean? Bit of Turkish too. So Luxembourg is a, the second smallest country in the world right next to Germany, France and Belgium. What's the smallest country in the world? I think it's Liechtenstein. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the <what's> smallest. <laughs> but yeah, Luxembourg and Liechtenstein are the two, you know, smallest countries in the world. Was Luxembourg um, ever a part of Germany? I I because I've heard Luxembourg, but yeah. I thought it was just like a city in Germany. Yeah, yeah, that's what most people think. They think either it's part of France or Belgium or Germany, but it's actually independent and it's its its own country. And um, yeah, so uh, Luxembourgish itself, the language is a mix between Dutch, German, French, and English. Okay. So that's where, uh, you know, it originated from. Um, and yeah, that's that's how it holds. So is that your first language, Luxembourgish? No, I actually, so just a little backstory about me. Um, my mom's American Filipino Chinese and okay. my father's German-Turkish. Okay, uh, you got a lot going on. Yeah, man, I know. <laughs> that's why. I'm like, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, my mom was in the military, and um, she got stationed in Germany, and that's where she met my my father. She was in the American military. American military. Okay. So, uh, I was born in Germany on a military base. Okay. So I have the double citizenship, the Luxembourgish one and the, uh, the American citizenship. Okay. So, so you had no struggles like Johannes getting into America. It's not like, uh, how do I get my visa? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if you haven't
1: seen uh, the podcast I did with Johannes, we talked a lot about if you guys are foreign, the struggle to become an American citizen, to be able to live in America, uh, Fortunately, you didn't have to deal with yeah, that. God, you got I
0: born. Know, Johannes will stress out. I remember. Oh my that's God. That's why that. he's bald now. I swear. <laughs> he's got no hair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that was a huge advantage for me uh, when I first came here. I'm going to be honest. Um, you know, once um, okay. I'm going to say how I got into acting and then why I even came to LA.
1: Okay. Yeah. So let's start first. You're an okay. actor, model, yeah. social media, and social
0: media influencer. Yeah. So people
1: know, not just friends with Johannes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Talk about that. How'd you come to LA? How'd you
0: get into okay. so acting? I believe when I was 16 years old, my sister, uh, she, she already had her production company in Luxembourg. It was tiny. Like, How much older is your sister? Uh, she, she's older than me. She has more experience. She's my stepsister. Okay. So my, my father married her, her money 20 years ago. So okay. she's older than me and she has more experience. She already has companies and all that. So, uh, Basically, when I was 16 years old, uh, I first uh, went with her on set, and I, you know, uh, you know, start helping her out as an assistant, you know, carrying the mics and the lights and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and doing um, the bitch work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to be honest, um, I. I actually found love with the with the craft and the work uh-huh. behind it, and I was like, "Wow, I actually think this is really really cool." Like, uh, but I knew I always knew that it's not really a job like that. You only have regular nine to five jobs in in Luxembourg. There. Right, right. Actors don't really exist. Like, everyone's an actor. Everyone's a model. Yeah, an yeah. Influencer. So yeah. that doesn't really exist in 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 Luxembourg. So. Um, I remember one day my sister came up to me and she asked, "Hey, what do you want to do in life?" And I was like, "I don't know. I'm just gonna, you know, finish school, have a regular job, play just PlayStation. follow the, yeah, just follow yeah. the path. Yeah. would be with my girlfriend, just chill, whatever." And she was like, no, no, you really have to start thinking now what you want to do in your life and, you know, try to, you know, work on your dream and all that stuff. So... so this is
1: where we were 16, yeah?
0: Yeah, I was 16 years old. And I was like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. I, like, when you're 16, you're a teenager, you don't really know what you want to do in life. Of course, and I think, I mean, honestly,
1: yeah. even here, like in high school, they're like, you start applying for colleges at right. 16 and they're like, well, what do you want to major in? And it's like... I'm
0: 16, I don't know, like, what do I want to do? The rest of my life is being decided now? Yeah, you know nothing about life. Yeah, Like, no life experience, nothing. So that was the the big challenge I faced. So a week went by, we were arguing all the time, the whole week. She was like, what do you want to do? I don't know, what do you want to do? So a week went by and I finally uh, went over and I was like, hey, I think I do know what I want to, you know, become. I I want to focus on acting, I want to become an actor. And she was like, okay, perfect, good. So uh, let's work on that. Uh, but the first step is you got to move to L.A. Uh, you know, you can get an agency there. You, the castings are there. So you're never going to become an actor in, in Luxembourg. So right, right. That's how the idea of moving to L.A. started. So, I, well, you know, that's interesting, yeah. to, to be
1: honest, because I feel like not a lot of people would be like, oh, cool, let's do it. Yeah. Because especially, I mean. Ohio like mm. oh you want to be an actor like ha 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 right <laughs> and I'm sure Luxembourg it's like you want to
0: be an actor dude, oh, good luck dude dude like right <laughs> like seriously when I when I say that to my parents they're like what is wrong with you is this was it in
1: English or was it in Luxembourg no no, no no it was <laughs> so I speak with my
0: father in German and with my mother in French and, okay. and, and, and English so yeah, there's a strange dynamic when we're sitting on the table. I feel like German is yeah. a very authoritative language. Yeah, but, I mean, for me, not to me, because right. But, but
1: when when an yeah. English person hears yeah. it, like, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> seems like you're getting yelled at all the time. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, my friends were against me. They're like, "Why are you moving over to LA? There's a, there are a million actors. You're never gonna make it." Even my my ex girlfriend at that time was mm-hmm. like, "You're never gonna make it. What's wrong with you?" So. Um, at that point, I didn't care. My sister and I, you know, she motivated me. She told me she basically is my mentor, and she manages all my social media and all my stuff. So, um, she get, she's my guidance on you know how to be successful. Mm-hmm. Right. She she already had more experience in acting and all that, and being in front of a camera, how to present yourself. So that so that was a huge plus. So I saw it as a huge plus that I could have someone uh, on my side. You know, moving with me to L.A. and we we she planned everything. We I every summer I remember I was working at the at the bank with my mom. She got me like a small summer job and um, I was working there and I was like, why am I here? I'm going to kill myself. Right, right, yeah. I was like, this is not what I want to do. Uh-huh. This is not how I envisioned my life to be. So, um, you know, just saved my money and with my sister. And then we just, uh, we decided, you know, once I graduated uh, uh, high school, I would, we would move straight to LA and that's what we did. So so what was that like? Because it's always interesting
1: because your parents at, at first like, what are you, what are you doing? Right. They're yeah. like, this isn't yeah. really stable. This is mm-hmm. kind of a long shot. Um, it still is. <laughs> how, yeah, it, it is, it is. It's hard because yeah, you're competing it, with
0: so many people yeah. here. Um, but what was that like for you? The hardest, it was the hardest time of my life because I've never been separated from my parents for, you know, so separated. was it a hard
1: decision for you to make? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even just leaving the small country of Luxembourg, like everyone knows me. I know everyone because it's so small. You right. Know? And like, it, it was just, I was just so confused because I, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it or not. So that decision, either, I, I had two choices. I stay and I just, you know, do whatever my parents want. go to school and, you know, right. do my life. Or I take a chance and, you know, take a risk and move to LA and actually try it. So, and when um, did you move here? It was uh, four years ago. Four years, ago. Four so years you, ago. So you're still here. Yeah, I'm still this here. This is great news. Um, but what was, I want to know because… Did your parents try to not let you leave? Is you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean my my parents were against it, completely against it. My father didn't talk to me for a whole year. Oh, <laughs> to wow. be honest, like yeah. like when I when I was finishing, you know, high school, when I was almost done, he, like that year he knew that I was going to leave and he stopped talking to me. He was like ignoring me and I was like, okay. Cuz he didn't want it to happened. happen, yeah. Yeah, and and I understand too. Like it was really hard like, you know, I'm his only son, so mm-hmm. it was really hard for him to let go. Yeah, no, especially for me. My mom was very upset when I moved yeah. out here and I live, what, t- 2,000 miles. I'm sure, yeah. you know, Luxembourg is even yeah. further. It's like a, an 18-hour flight. And also, like, for him, it was like if something happens to me, he's not there. to. to he, can't, right. he, he can't just come here and just help Right, me. I think yeah. that's
1: any struggle with any parent letting yeah. go of their kids, you know? It's like it sucks to yeah. see them grow up. But, like, at the same time, like, what I admire is that you took the leap and you're like, look, this is my life. I know a lot yeah. of people in Luxembourg are just going to be in Luxembourg. And this is, like— this is my only shot. And I think that the most important yeah. thing, you guys, if you're listening is you got to do it while you're young. Yeah. And I know
0: a lot of people are going to be against you and they're going to laugh at you and they're going to be like, no no chance. My whole school, my whole high school laughed at me. And like, no one was like thinking like, ah, oh, after he's going to be back after a year or after right. six months or whatever. And you know, obviously but who's laughing cool. now? You're still here who's laughing now. You know? And that's the <laughs> funny
1: thing. It's like, people will talk shit and they'll yeah. be like, nah, nah, nah. But, but the reality is they're jealous that you're actually taking that leap they're like oh they don't have the balls to do it but you're doing it so they're kind of hating on you trying to bring you down because they couldn't do it and it's like at the same time now i I look back too and i'm like all right like who's talking about you yeah
0: you're talking about me you know because i went and did it you know especially now um because i did my first movie my first cover shoot of the fashion magazine so now i'm all over the media the news media in, in luxembourg so literally now everyone knows me yeah like, it's so small but now it's even it just became like shout out luxembourg yeah shout out Luxembourg, the <laughs> national thing over there um
1: so but it's cool now because you know what's yeah. funny at first they hated you and, and now they're now. like proud that oh yeah. someone from luxembourg is doing this and now my father's like i told you i told you man yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you're my son you always got the good looks for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> always
0: yeah. well let's talk about that so you, yeah. you you took the leap you came over here yeah uh I, my first job here was, uh, a model, I was modeling for Abercrombie & Fitch. A&F, so, yeah. A&F. I arrived here January 1st, so I, I actually celebrated my last day in Luxembourg for, it was like New Year's Eve. Okay. And then I took the same night, the flight, to come over to L.A., did you have an apartment already picked out? Yeah, yeah, okay. we, we planned yeah. everything out. We were we were in Culver City or something. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we were there. Um, it was it was surreal because I was like, oh my god, you know, when you first arrive here, you don't you don't really know anyone, so mm-hmm. it was really hard making. And your sister moved friends. with you? Yeah, yeah. So thank God I have my sister because right. otherwise I would be by myself. So what was the response about her? Same, like uh, don't was, go. No, 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 no. She 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 wanted to go so bad. Like right, we but, wanted to get out. Right. Um, but like for us, it was just like you know, we're coming into a new territory. Mm-hmm. So we really have to get adjusted to it fast and, and make sure that we know, you know, where to go and where all the stuff are and, mm-hmm. and meet new people. So that was our priority. And let me ask, because a lot of people want to know this.
1: Uh, LA is a very expensive city, right? Rent is very expensive. So how did you work that out? Did you have any financial backing from your
0: parents? So, did- yeah. So in the beginning, my my sister had a lot, a lot of savings, and uh-huh. she actually paid the rent. Okay, and she she's like because I was I just got out of high school, like I right, didn't yeah. have that much. I I, had, I worked like two summer jobs, but that wasn't gonna pay the rent. Right. so that's what helped. Uh, but that's why I got a job straight away with Abercrombie Fitch, and uh, he worked there a little bit. Worked there for six months, and then um, after six months, she was like, you know, you should start doing uh, YouTube or and social media in general because you can and this discovered. was about four years ago when it was kind of on the four, rise yeah it was four years ago and i was like okay um cool like at first i was like you do know i want to become an actor i don't want to become a youtuber or yeah, yeah and i didn't understand that in the beginning and she was like no, no, no you should do it you'll be discovered trust me and i and i trusted her i did it and then i i remember i booked a commercial my first commercial here in LA. it was like a tax commercial <laughs> and um so i did that and she told me take your camera your vlog camera and vlog the behind-the-scenes stuff. So I did that, you know, and then- What was we, that like? It was weird. I never done yeah, yeah. in my life before. Like, people were staring yeah, at me. Yeah. You're, you're, like, you're, you're talking to a camera. It's not even a real person. Right. Like, hey, guys, what's up? Yep. I'm here, blah, blah, blah. And that, that by itself was, like, weird to me, but- I, once I, you know, I did so many, rock, like I was really bad at it in the beginning. Mm, yeah. But then my of course, we all like were. Yeah. yeah. You right. got to, but that's the thing with vlogging, you got to yeah.
1: take yourself out of your comfort zone. It's exactly. like doing things that make you uncomfortable or what, what you mean? make you a better person, in my opinion.
0: They like mature you. And my sister was editing the videos. She was like, that was really bad. Like, yeah. really <laughs> it. like okay. <laughs>
1: it's not easy. And it's it's, I mean, it's not even easy yeah. doing a podcast. People are like, oh, I could just sit there and talk. But like so to host, to have a conversation, to keep going, to transition, there's so many more elements to it that you need to just be like on he, the Fly, Keep yeah. the energy up. Too. Exactly,
0: yeah. Yeah, I know. And um, so basically we did that. I vlogged the whole thing. Um, we posted it as my first vlog and then it, it got a few thousand views, whatever. It wasn't crazy. But then I, I started noticing in my email... Um, on my Gmail, I received multiple uh, emails from like agencies that actually said, "Oh man, hi! We saw your your commercial, blah mm-hmm. blah, on YouTube. Uh, do you have time to meet up? We want to sign you, et cetera, et cetera. So that's how I got into acting. I didn't even have any acting experience. Okay. So it was everything was planned by my sister way before I even realized what was going on. Like she she really knew what she was doing. So I was signed with a small agency, and then um, you know. Did, I was there for three or four months. And then after I moved on to a bigger agency, which I'm still with right now. And uh, yeah, that's how I started my acting career. And, uh, you know, obviously I took acting classes. At right, 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 right. now now, obviously for two years now.
2: Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks also in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: So yeah, you said you just, uh, we mentioned yeah. before, I don't think we did it in the podcast, but before we were talking,
0: you just wrapped a movie. Yeah, yeah. Your first movie? My first ever movie, uh, it's a horror a thriller. Feature film? Feature film. Uh, it's called I'm Not Afraid. I have a pretty big role in it. Is uh, uh, Eminem's soundtrack in Yeah, it? I'm Not Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not loud. But yeah, it is, it is called I'm Not Afraid. It'll be out next year. I'm really excited. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I was going to mess up so bad, you know, forget my lines and everything. But when, once I was in character and I actually got on set, I was like, oh my god! I like, I I felt it. You know, when you connect to right. a character, that's that's the love for the craft that I that I developed over the years. That I, I fell in love with the characters, and I can be someone else, and you know, um, and I can see myself doing this as a living too. Right. Um, but the hardest part, to be honest, of the acting was not the actual acting; it was the hours because it's a horror movie. It's shot at night. night yeah. So I had to arrive on set at like. 7 p.m. And then we were shooting until 9 a.m. Wow. And then I got home. I've had a
1: few of those when I did behind the scenes. Yeah. It's not
0: fun at all. Yeah. Because it, it messes up your entire sleep schedule. Oh You're God. just exhausted. Yeah. And I remember the last day, I just forgot my lines. I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. It's 5 a.m. right now. I got to do this. It's This is really uh, an intense scene. So I got to, you know, do this. And, um, but to be honest, it was a really good experience. Um, what was, what was that like uh, acting
1: in your first thing? Because I know like yeah, when I look back at college and, it's, it's so much different now, but when I look mm-hmm. back at college, when I was doing on-air stuff at, at school for TV, mm-hmm. when I did a podcast in college, I did all of these things, I was very nervous because I was being graded, I was being judged, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't a professional, but then when I started doing stuff like this, like, I'm super comfortable, I'm super relaxed because this is my job, Yeah. but... Going into acting for you, what was it like to sit there and be judged by a director and have all these other people? Because you're not just in a room by yourself with a cameraman. There's like 15 people watching you.
0: I was more afraid of my sister who was on backstage. That's good, because, though. Because, yeah, she was there looking at She told me that was not good. Do that again. Do that again. So she's she's my manager, too. And she has her own production company and her digital mm-hmm. media company here in, here in L.A. But she just helps me now, you know, because I need her to manage me and to help ah. me with social media. But uh, she helps me out with acting, too, of course like she's she see she can tell if I made the scene look authentic or not authentic and um that was that I I, I was not afraid to be honest i I, I completely forgot they were title of the movie I'm me. not afraid I'm not afraid <laughs> exactly no but I, I it was weird usually I'm I'm like you I would yeah. be nervous but I'm more nervous for the audition process. Oh, yeah, the auditions are worse than, than the Guys, shoot. if you are listening right now oh, and you God. want to become an
1: actor and you move out to Los Angeles, yeah. you see yourself on the big screen, but the most nerve-wracking thing ever <laughs> is going the in the audition room and you're sitting there and you're like, probably a horse scene. you're probably like you <laughs> have to hit shit and you're like sitting there hitting the air and you're like trying to yeah. like all these things you have to do. It's so like, awkward. It's so awkward. Yeah. There's people watching and, no, and, you get,
0: and they're like next. <laughs> yeah. Next. It's next. like,
1: it's no very feedback. Cause they don't have any time to give you feedback they and then you'll care. call after and be like, you'll yeah. get a call back. But speaking of callbacks, you mentioned uh, prior to the podcast, you got a callback for Power Rangers. Yes. Yeah, which so is pretty sick.
0: I know, dude. That like, could be,
1: that's like a make or break role for your career. Yeah. This year was a good year for me. To good, me good. Um, 2018 was a shitty year for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a good year for me. Um, I'm sorry about, about that. No, that was way. not good. <laughs> um, this year was a good year for me. Um, I, yeah. So I did the audition for uh, Power Rangers. My agent called me and he was like, hey, man. Uh, so I, I submitted you to uh, the casting director of Power Rangers. Are you interested in going in for it? I was like, uh, I'm not sure if I'm good for this, but okay, I'll give it a try. I went in for my di- first audition. I, I wasn't expecting much, you know. I just went in there, I knew my lines, did what I had to do, w- came back, and then ten minutes later, literally, my agent called me. Back, oh, they loved you, dude! Blah blah blah. Like they want to see you again. They want to see a whole stunt video. How you do? Like because <laughs> I had a little bit of stunt experience with mm-hmm. because I had like stunt friends who, yeah, yeah. who do stunts here in LA. Um, so they said we want to see a stunt video next. Um. So we, my sister and I, she directed it and uh, we had our stunt choreographer there. Eight hour shoot without rest. Boom, 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 boom. Just did a whole stunt uh, video and it was it looked really awesome. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> I'll give it to you for the video. <laughs> okay. And it looked sick and then like, I think- Were you in I, tights? No, no, no. That was just us who shot it for them. Okay. So um, just sent the stunt video and then I didn't hear anything from them for- like at least two or three weeks. And I was like, okay, well- Which sucks because you're yeah. left in the dark and it happens a lot. All the time. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, nothing, no feedback, nothing. Um, I'm pro- I probably didn't get it. My agent calls me back, dude. I was like, yeah, <laughs> his name is Mike. <laughs> Mike was like, they absolutely loved you. And he first, sorry, first he sent me a text, guess who's going to become the Red Ranger. I was like, no way. Did I get it? He was like, Oh no, no, no. They want to see you in the callback. I was like, why did you say that? Yeah. yeah. Why, why are you saying false that? hope? <laughs> yeah, false hope. So um I made it into the finals. So you have to you have to imagine this whole audition process took four months. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, it's a huge, huge yeah. series. It wasn't just yeah. me going in. Like it was, the production is Nickelodeon. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like a small audition process. I, I had to go back and forth, in and out, do, do the new lines. And I, it was different characters too. Sometimes they just gave me lines that weren't even from Power Rangers. Wow. It was just different, a different script. I was like, yeah. okay, I'll go in for it. I'll just do it. And then uh, and then my agent, so once I became uh, more close to the finals, my agent told me, okay, I believe they want you to audition now for the Red or Blue Ranger. So I went in, um, final you know final audition. It's was, interesting how they pick these rangers. Is they have they have like specific powers or something? I have no clue. <laughs> <question. laughs> so I went in there, dude. And um so there's a, a bunch of guys, girls, um who are there. Um I came in there, there were the producers, the directors, there were five people, and as you said, there I got nervous because there were lights right. on like Two different camera angles, uh, you know the. Camera. And I heard, I heard Disney, Nickelodeon, all those things are
1: like the hardest things to audition it for because it's just hard. so like controlling. It
0: was very controlling, yeah. And, and like, but I, I the casting director, she was really nice. She really liked me. She was like, "Oh my god, Chris, I think you got this. You can do it." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, I'll do this." She was like, "Maybe do this. Show this." This, yeah, this. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, I'll do that." So I did my whole stunt thing, uh, did my lines, um, and then. The producer said, okay, I actually really liked you. And then he he wrote something down on his note, I didn't know what. Uh, And then another month went by. So now it's four months later. And then my uh, my agent called me uh, and he was like, man, unfortunately you didn't get it because you're too tall but they absolutely loved you. Such a like, bullshit really, excuse. <laughs> really? I was too tall. But it's true. After when I did look at the cast, they were all super short. Yeah,
1: what's really interesting so. is a lot of actors are like five foot five, bro. Like five five to five <laughs> <Tom> seven. <Cruise. laughs> no, and I and I didn't know this because I embrace being tall. Like I <laughs> love the fact that I'm six three. So like whenever yeah. I do a self tape or whenever I yeah. do an audition, I'd be, i sit there and they'd be like, what's your height? I'm like six three, stand tall, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I learned that you're supposed to not say you're six three and they be speed. like six one, six two, like six three is too tall because most Americans, most people, most actors are five, are five seven.
0: But also, he, he, <clears throat> my agent actually explained me why, why they wanted because everyone was the same, the same height. And it's easier for the camera guys to just to just right. you know, shoot it because if you're if you're taller than them, it, they always so have you have to, to shoot up. And, yeah, uh,
1: like and I mean that's something I struggle with when I shoot my skits yeah. to be honest, because my roommate George, we shoot a lot of skits together. He's yeah. five. Whatever, and I'm six three, so I literally have to like spread my legs so I'm
0: at his height because it's just too hard. True. And even when people want to shoot me, it's just like it's, they gotta be up here. It's like yeah, so I do get that. In the end of the day, they still love me. They like it. It, it proved that I did something right. Um, it felt right. It felt good. So in the end of the day, you have no control over your hype. So it right, is what exactly. it is. Um, You can't beat yourself up out of it. You, you made it to the finals.
1: Exactly. And like, yeah. You, you don't have, it's not like you can lose inches on your height, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, right? What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Just cut my, chop my legs off. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was a good experience to be honest. It, it, it really was a good experience. Like I, and then a month later, that's when I booked I'm Not Afraid. And I didn't audition for that.
1: Which everything leads up to that. So that's, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, but let's talk a little bit about... So your sister, when you first moved out here, told yeah. you to get into social media. Mm-hmm. Um, most people I've had on the show, millions of followers, right? Yeah. You got like 100,000. 100,000, yeah. So I remember the day. My roommate actually just mm-hmm. hit 100,000. And it was a big, big moment for him. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about... Because, yeah, it's nice to have the perspective of someone we're at that stage... It's
0: fresh right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's fresh. It, it was literally just a few months ago that I reached 100,000. It was It was surreal because... You know, I come from Luxembourg. There aren't right. no, no, there are no influencers out there. Like I'm literally the biggest influencer yeah. out there right now because there's none. So which you should be proud of it. Like yeah,
1: you know, know, like it is lot, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which sucks in LA because it's like yeah, oh you hit 100k, cool. Like Whatever, who the fuck yeah. doesn't have 100k? <laughs> exactly. But it's like you have to be proud of it. Like you, yeah. 100,000 people is a lot of people, exactly. right? Like you can never downplay. Oh, this person has millions, and
0: this person has thousands. That's it what Johannes told me too in the beginning. Yeah, he was, was more of like a Big Brother role to me. So when that before I actually. Hit hundred thousand. He was like, "You're gonna see. Brands are gonna notice you once you reach a hundred thousand. This this will happen. Uh, you're gonna have, you know don't be too fixated on the numbers, on the followers. You know, just do your thing. Oh, because it'll you mess look. you up. You know? Yeah. He told me it messed him up. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay. So I took his his advice and I was like, okay, now I actually know how to how to handle it. So that helped a lot. Having you know guys like you guys who who've been in the game longer than me. Um and yeah, when I reached hundred K, it was crazy because I. I I never thought that I would actually reach 100K. It was funny, actually. I wrote down on the list last year uh, for New Year's Eve. I want to. Re- I want to be on my first. I want to be in a, a feature film. I want to book uh, a cover shoot, and I want to reach 100,000 followers. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll make it. And check, 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 check. That's amazing. So I, I actually got reached all three of them this year. So um, now I even have people recognizing me on the street, which is crazy and I'm just at 100,000 followers but it's usually like German fans or French mm-hmm. or whatever even the Amer- What kind of artist. content are you creating? So my Instagram is more lifestyle my sister didn't want me to become the slave of social media mm-hmm. and I have to post 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 click yeah, yeah. click It's click, an click, click. obsession I mean but, yeah. but at the same time it is my job so right? it's like I can't not post <laughs> exactly. you, know? you have to post yeah. but what she wanted us to become is more of a lifestyle brand so if I am auditioning today that's the content you guys get if I'm playing Fortnite whatever that's yeah, what yeah. you guys get um um, and if I'm doing fitness, that's what I do. So uh, I think we manage it pretty well to not be stuck in just yeah. fitness or just, you know. Which uh, is good,
1: it's hard. Yeah. You have to be diverse, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So my niche is just lifestyle, my lifestyle. And and I want my followers to follow me for, you know, see my evolution, you know, being in my first movie, this, Power Ranger. So now I've been talking about it, so maybe next year I'll, you know, I'll have another superhero role. That that's right. awesome.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: a question, do you have a job? So right now, this is my job. So acting okay. and, and social media, is like my full-time job in modeling. So it wasn't like, as I said before, I I had like a, a small nine to five um, I was working for like a tech company because I spoke out, to here? Like, yeah, in LA? out here, yeah, here, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, it was like because that's year. something I want people to
1: understand. So yeah. you've been three three years and you were working for a company. Absolutely. A lot of people don't understand. A yeah. lot of people
0: think, hey,
1: I'm going to save some money. Mm. I'm going to move to L. A. Yeah, and I'm going to get famous. It's, that's and not it, it doesn't works. work yeah. that way. Yeah. yeah, and people don't understand. Like I moved mm. out here. I slept in a closet underneath clothes on an air mattress. Made a thousand dollars a month. That was my rate. Wow. Um, I fortunately had rent paid for yeah. me. But at the same time, like I was hustling and doing these other jobs exactly. while I was doing this. This was a hobby. <laughs> and then finally it became my job after years. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot that goes into it. It doesn't happen overnight. Like Grant, exactly. like people think too, even if you watch Ninja, they're like, damn, look how much money he makes. Like look been how doing fast this for- homie's been doing this for a year, his entire life. He's exactly. been playing video
0: games. Professionally, and, game, and finally it yeah. paid off.
1: Yeah, it's like all that hard work for such little
0: money, and then then it pays off. Exactly. Last year, I was doing I was doing a few brand deals, like friends of mine, just for free, just to have the exposure. Exactly. Or just going to events just for exposure. Put something on your resume. Yeah. I remember those times. Yeah. I would
1: do posts for people to get free stuff, because
0: yeah. then it looks like, hey, oh, he's working with this
1: brand. He's working with this brand. And it's a good collaboration. Yeah. And it's like you got to hustle, dude. You got to grind. Like Absolutely. you're at that stage too, where it's like, yeah, it. The hardest thing in the world is to get to ten thousand. Yeah. And then the hardest thing after that's. 100,000. Yeah. And, then and after really you get 100,000,
0: 100, it gets a little bit easier. Yeah. It is a little bit easier now to, to get more people onto my page. Right. Because it looks more legit, 100,000, you know, have a following, uh, I call them the hashtag Chris Crew. Yep, that's, so that's good. how I call them. And um, yeah, it, it just, I'm going to be honest with you, last year was super hard because mm-hmm. I just, you know, I stopped my, I quit my job you know, and I said, my sister said, you, if you want to do this, you got to be a hundred million percent just focused on on social media, on acting, on modeling. So that's what we did. So thank God it, it finally, um, you know, pays off because as you said, it's not easy in the beginning. Uh, it wasn't easy because there's so many influencers out here too. Like, right. like how are you going to stand out? So we were like- Dye your hair white. Dye your hair white. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I, I just basically used- my ethnicities and my languages to my advantage. See, that is your advantage because you're unique in your own self. Like I
1: just a white tall guy with brown hair. So like, to be honest, I did dye my hair. So I would stand out. So I'd be recognizable. Like you have to think what are, what are recognizable features on certain individuals? Like look at Ninja blue hair he, blue hair he's got hair Tim the Tapman. all yeah. these like Twitch guys yeah. they have these recognizable features I mean y- you have some anom- anomalies like Logan's just a big dude oh, yeah. like he's got his hair anyway. exactly yeah. but you have certain things that define you as an individual yeah. um, but it's, it's good for you yeah. and I think too in Hollywood Hollywood's making a very big shift for ethnic
0: roles I, I'm getting like right now it, it's Really good because now with the whole crazy rich Asian thing, like there's more roles exactly available for, for Asian Amer- Americans, and um, and also my languages are a huge advantage. I can go into auditions for German, for, for German speaking roles or, or French speaking roles, so I, I I do have an advantage with that. So I, my sister was like, We might as well just use it to our advantage, and also my ethnicity and everything. Like, you can't really tell if I'm just Asian or, or, or Hispanic. Like, some people were speaking Spanish with me, I don't, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't like uh, you know, but um, but yeah, we just that's the way I stood out the most, and also. I could connect with my fans from Germany directly just, you know, doing Instagram stories and just speaking in German or in French or whatever. Which is really
1: cool, which is something you should embrace for sure. Like I wish, like you have to understand there's a demographic that people don't hit, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm not really going to hit the German speaking demographic because like, why are they going to watch, you know, but you can really connect with someone that's like, that's kind of like, uh. I forget who the artist was, but you know, all these Latin artists mm-hmm. are coming up in, in yeah. music and because they're connecting with like Colombia, they're connecting mm. with Mexico and then they get huge there. Yeah, and then yeah. everyone in America is like, oh, this is a bop, you know, yeah, like yeah. then the Americans come. But if you can really capture the German audience, you can really capture the French. The French yeah. Also French the Asian, too. Asian
0: too. Like of I, even, though, even if I don't speak it, I still look Asian. So, and also Turkish too. I'm also Turkish. So I, I do, I can speak a little bit of Turkish too. So I, I'm using everything to my advantage right now. So yeah, that's
1: awesome. Because yeah. you're a role model for those people, especially yeah. Luxembourg. You know, oh, yeah, you're yeah. a role model. You
0: set the stage. Like, there's no one. I couldn't tell to my father, "Look at this guy. He he's from Luxembourg. He went to LA. He did this." Yeah, I can't there think was, of anybody. There was
1: no one. At there least uh, Johannes had
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, well, that was a, that was accomplishment, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I had no one. So I, we had to kind of create it and and prove to my parents, like right now it's fine. They, they do support me. My father's super proud of me, you know, seeing his son on the big screen on, on, on covers of magazines, et cetera. My mom too, of course. Um, and you know, but as you said, it was hard in the beginning, but I'm glad that, you know, I, you know, that's also a thing I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know if I would be able, I would, I would be, would have been able to do that. All of every anything or accomplish anything if my sister wasn't there to, right which to why guide I love, me. yeah so she was really my mentor from day one she was believing in me when I didn't believe in myself mm-hmm. there was points like last year I was like I'm not growing like I'm, I'm at 30k for, when I met you I was at 30k I didn't even grow so no it, it was even less sorry it was like 10k and I wasn't growing I was like man how am I gonna stand out there's so much competition out here uh, the Mark Donors the <laughs> the, the, the Johannes Martels the George Yankos, whatever the Logan Pauls so but you like, gotta
1: understand dude we yeah. all started at zero exactly everyone you know started know <laughs> my sister
0: told me something really interesting she was like um, she, what did she tell me she told me um, there's always place there's always gonna be place for someone new mm-hmm. so you know there's always this shift going on in social media and everything yeah. new actors coming in new influencers coming in so she said you got, just gotta be ready Exactly. And
1: that's why you have to adapt to the trends. Like yeah. if I just stuck to Instagram, where would I be? You yeah. know, like I saw that there was a trend going on YouTube. I'm like, bam, got to hit this. Mm-hmm. And now like, you know, it's v- Twitch, whatever. Gaming, Twitch, gaming, yeah. get on it, you know, podcast, get on it. Like whatever it is, get on it and, and yeah. be multifunctional. Because yeah. if you can only do one thing, like you said, you're, you're kind of limited. Yeah. And I feel like today in today's age, if you guys are listening and you want to be a social media, whatever for whatever. your job. <laughs> You can't really just do one thing, to be honest, because there's people out there that do more than one thing. Like like Ninja, for example. Yeah, he's a gamer, whatever, but he still posts to YouTube. He still posts to Instagram. He streams on Twitch. Like you got to do it all now Mm -hmm. more so than ever because it's so saturated and everyone wants to do it. So it's like I feel like now there's more
0: Influencers than ever, like oh, it's it's like the the top, right? What everyone wants to do? Yeah, yeah. Like right now, it is crazy. Everyone wants to be an influencer. Everyone wants to be famous. Even actors are now on YouTube. Look at uh, Will Smith, uh, Will Smith, Kevin Hart, um, yeah, The Rock. Dude,
1: I mean, YouTube as as a whole is kind of like. I don't know. It's frustrating, to be honest, yeah. to be a YouTuber because you go to the trending page and you're like, okay.
0: It doesn't rank. It's as- all
1: traditional stars. It's like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, The no. Rock, uh, Ellen, like yeah. all the shit. Musicians. Like yeah, you don't yeah, ever yeah. see a YouTuber on the trending page, which is really, really frustrating because
0: it's just like it's just turning into this like media giant. True, true. Um, So that's why I. I stopped YouTube. I, I haven't posted in a year, and I and I switched to Instagram. Uh, now I'm even on the live streaming app. It's like a Chinese up. It's called Uplive. It's like a Chinese okay. uh, app that where you just do live streams. So I gained like the Asian community right now. I gained mm-hmm. like followers from there. So I'm trying to switch it up too. And smart, yeah, yeah. Doing modeling now, and um, yeah. I just booked my uh, first uh, ever cover shoot for uh, Obvious Magazine, and I'm the first um, Asian American to ever be featured in it. That's and awesome. Man. Super proud of. That because I was like, wow, I actually accomplished something at least. <laughs> no, no, you've
1: accomplished a lot, and like, you got a long way to go. And like, the biggest yeah. thing that
0: I can give you for advice, to be honest, yeah. is don't get discouraged
1: because, yeah, you know, you're at the best part right now, you know, it's only yeah. up for
0: you, right? Fresh. Like,
1: so, like, yeah you can get to someone's level like like me for example like yeah. you would think oh he's all great and happy but it gets stressful you know what i I'm feel saying? like
0: if you're level 1 you level up faster than if you're level 100 it's right really it slower. gets harder or it, it 50, does get harder yeah.
1: and it gets taxing on you because yeah. like you said like i like we talked about you have yeah. to adapt and like exactly. you see your numbers go down and you're like well fuck man like it's- especially that because you know you were on top of the game and exactly and And, but i mean but someone like me i understand there's always new people coming in so it's like how can i keep the faces on me exactly well if you collaborate with those guys exactly
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean um right now there's so many influencers even outside of la who are becoming huge like i noticed that france germany more people are becoming influencers and youtubers or whatever instagramers whatever you want to call them and um I think even though it creates like a huge market for influencers, um, there's still going to be the big guys, like the big the big sharks, like you or whoever you know who's on Instagram. So I don't think it will just disappear like that. You guys won't just disappear. You just have to, you guys will adapt, as you said, and it will be fine. Um, it's all about adapting. You have look, to be even actors to adapt. adapt. They are they're on, as we said they're on YouTube and right. all that. So it, there's no there's no way you guys will just disappear.
1: Right, and some things are out of your control. To be yeah. honest, guys, like. Vine, for example, everybody's there was a lot of people's careers made on Vine. Mm-hmm. A lot of Vine got deleted. True, true. So it's like where did, where do you go now? So it's like, yeah. okay, you need to be able to adapt, you need to go to Instagram. You know, yeah. and like I mentioned with YouTube, it's like if that dies out, dude, it's uh, it's not that YouTube's <laughs> gonna die out. It's just like I said, it's just taking a shift to like, oh, we want traditional, we yeah. want tradition, we want YouTube to be not just influencers, we want traditional people on YouTube. YouTube yeah. doesn't want to be like yeah, social yeah. media. You know what I'm what saying? If, they wanna compete with Netflix, they wanna compete with Hulu, of course.
0: Which is which is understandable. So right, so
1: you you can't really rely on these platforms to get you where you want to be you need to rely on yourself
0: exactly and also create different opportunities that's why i went into acting and modeling so i'm not just focusing on instagram or whatever youtube whatever so um i feel like now we're in the age where so there's so many possibilities with social media and the internet in general so you know if you're not lazy as you said and you just you just you know work and become obsessed and you love what you do, create the content it'll be fine
1: Absolutely, guys. And if there's something you could take away from this podcast, what I really like about your story is that you're committed. You stayed true you. to yourself and you... Your sister really stood by your side And you guys went at it together Still is, dude, And that's Still awesome guys is. I think family is very very important yeah. Find yourself someone out there that really supports you That wants you to succeed just as much as they want themselves to succeed You don't want to be around selfish people Yeah. Um, but yeah And always my motto be positive Be happy be you be Chris it. Thank you for being on the show today Thanks so much for having me I appreciate you guys I'll put his links down in the description You can check out his stuff And I will see you guys next week on Living Large Deuces Thank you for watching this Castbox Original with Mark Doner. It's Living Livin Large. Large! Closing off.
2: Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks also in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. (laughs) One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.